I'd like to welcome everyone to the Pete Bean Pete podcast. On this podcast, I'm going to discuss a wide range of mental health issues from depression, anxiety, panic, aggression, eating disorders, and body issues. I'm also going to have guests on to talk about their issues and how they deal with them. Now, I'm not a mental health professional by any means. All I am is a human who's learned to live with his issues, and I've learned to talk about them. So maybe by me talking through how I deal with my issues, it'll help you deal with yours. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Pete Bean Pete Podcast. So I'd like to welcome everybody to this episode of the Pete Bean Pete Podcast. On this episode, what are we going to discuss? Well, I'm going to throw some stats and figures at you about depression. And then I'll talk a little bit about my depression. And uh, as I'm going through things, we'll talk some stuff out. But uh, today, today I want to talk about depression. And uh, most importantly, I want to throw some numbers at you. Because these numbers are kind of scary. And it'll explain why um, I think depression needs to be discussed more in, uh, in society. I think people need to understand what depression is and how it affects uh you or the people around you and how to uh, see the warning signs when someone has depression and maybe how you can help them uh, once they have it. So let me throw some numbers at you. 280 million people around the world will experience some sort of depression this year. Now, depression is about 50% more common among women than men. Now, listen to that fact. Depression is about 50% more common among women than men. That's, that's something you should really think about and really, you know, we'll we'll get into all that here in a second. So worldwide, more than 10% of pregnant women or women who've just given birth will experience some sort of depression. Now we all know that, um, it's been brought to, um, it's been brought to light a lot lately. Uh, maybe not lately over the last several years, you've heard a lot of, uh, postpartum depression and, uh, there's been a lot of actresses that have come out and, uh, discussed that. So, um, thankfully that's a thing that's being talked about. And I think it's, uh, something that's, uh, definitely had an awareness brought to it, which is really important because, you know, it's, uh, it's a very dangerous time for women, uh, that have just had a baby, uh, you know, because, uh, 10% of women, that's uh, that's a lot that have just had children uh, will experience some sort of depression. Now, here's the thing that absolutely killed me. More than 700,000 people, that's 700,000 people will die due to suicide every year. And suicide is the fourth leading cause of death among 15 to 29-year-olds. The fourth leading cause of death between 15 and 29 year olds. Wow. I mean, that should be something that wakes people up. You know, 15 year olds, uh, teenagers battling depression, you know, that's something that something needs to be talked about. I mean, you know, a lot of times I think adults and parents kind of blow off uh, what kids are going through as teenagers is, oh, they're just being teenagers. Yeah, they'll, you know, they'll survive it, they'll get through it. But unfortunately, You know, a lot of people won't. And a lot of people that teenager children that battle depression will 
you know, unfortunately commit suicide. Um, among all we know in the medical treatments, more than 75% of all people that are battling depression come from low to middle income families in countries where they will literally receive zero and that's zero treatment for um for depression now that in itself is sad now i i understand you know depending on where you are in the world depends on what the healthcare system is you know i'm lucky to live here in germany we have socialized medicine so uh i'm uh, you know things are pretty much taken care of if you have an issue yes it might take some time i know there are probably some germans out there screaming at me right now through the radio it takes forever to get an appointment it does sometimes i understand but if you have an emergency and it's something you know it's something that needs to be taken care of as far as depression goes if you're feeling suicidal or something like that call your doctor yeah, you'll you'll get pushed to the front of the line. No one wants to see anybody die. Now, I know it's different, you know, in a lot of countries that don't have socialized medicine. I know it's very hard in America um, to get some sort of therapy because, like it said, you know, uh, it's mostly in low to middle income families that aren't going to be able to afford uh, to be able to get therapy and treatment. You know what I mean? So a lot of people end up trying to self-treat. And we know, you know, in adults... A lot of times, uh, treating depression, usually <laughs> trying to do it yourself, usually, you know, comes down to alcohol and alcohol is definitely not uh, going to help your issue if you're battling depression. You know what I mean? So, uh, look, here are, the, here are some of the signs I want to talk about when you have depression. Um, and this is probably the most common one that people will think of, and that's feeling sad or having a depressed mood. Now, everybody feels sad from time to time. That doesn't mean you necessarily have depression. However, um, if you feel sad on a regular basis, if you feel a sense of hopelessness, a sense of lost, just you know that, that it doesn't matter, that nothing around matters, then there's a good chance you could have depression. Uh, loss of interest or pleasure in activities once enjoyed. Now, I can tell you this is something that I have dealt with very much. Um, music happens to be one of those things that, you know, has always played a big uh, role in my life. And whenever I'm battling uh, depression, uh, music's just completely out the door. There's no way of me playing music. There's no way of me writing music. There's no way of me even listening to music a lot of the times, you know. So... If you see someone that used to do something a lot and was, you know, uh, let's say a musician or an athlete or something, and all of a sudden they just stop, you know, maybe you should ask yourself why, you know, why has this person stopped doing something that used to be so important to them? And sometimes it is literally a, you know, oh, I just don't want to do it anymore. But, you know, it could also be a warning sign of depression. Uh, changes in appetite, weight loss or weight gain unrelated to any sort of dieting now <laughs> why didn't i get the weight loss i just got the weight gain let me tell you something when i'm going through a depressive phase i eat you know my mother was a big eater when she was depressed and i eat i mean and it doesn't matter what i will literally throw anything in my face um, sometimes even just as simple as driving by a gas station that i know is selling cool food in there i'll just stop and 
get a Coke and some food and just shove it in my face, even if I'm not hungry. And that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, we all have it in our head. We have to eat and we do, you have to eat to survive. You can't, you know, starve yourself. You know, I do intermittent fist of uh, intermittent fisting. <laughs> that's something different. Intermittent fasting, uh, quite often. And I can go, you know, 23 to 24 hours with only having one meal. And uh, it's good for me, honestly. I mean, look, it's everybody has a different opinion when it comes to fasting. I will tell you, for me, it's something that I usually feel really good when I'm doing it. And uh, it's something that helps me. And it usually helps me once I get to this point uh, where I'm just starting to eat and eat and eat because I'm depressed. So... Yeah, that's one of those things. Now, here's another big thing that Pete battles with, and that's trouble sleeping or sleeping too much. Once again, I definitely didn't get the sleeping too much part of that. I got the uh, can't sleep. Or I wake up after four hours and I'm just awake. It's like, ooh, look, I'm awake. So I do uh, self-medicate when it comes to that kind of stuff. I take over-the-counter sleeping pills. Uh, not every night, but like, especially on weekends when I know I can actually get some good solid sleep if I sleep uh, a little bit longer and not be interrupted, and then I'll usually pop uh, two over-the-counter sleeping pills and try to uh, try to just sleep it off. Uh, next point: loss of energy or increase in fatigue. That's something I also deal with uh, quite frequently. I will tell you that at the moment. I'm definitely going through a depressed uh, phase and I just have zero energy. The whole day, I just feel like I could sleep. I could literally sleep the whole day. But the funny thing is, is I can't. I mean, I literally can't. I will lay down and then my mind starts racing and doing all that stuff. And then, you know, oh, it just doesn't, you know, I just can't do it. You know, even though I'd love to take a nap and a nap would probably help me, I just can't. So uh, sleep is a big uh it's a big thing. And uh, energy. Oh, I was talking about energy, not sleep. There we go. So uh, increase in perf uh, purposeless physical activity, the inability to sit still, pacing, hand wringing, or slow speech. Now, that's one of those things I've never seen, uh, the whole slow speech thing. I know it's a real thing. I've just never seen it. Um, the inability to sit still, uh, the pacing, the hand wringing. I don't do the hand wringing, but the inability to sit still is really me. Um, I won't be able to sit in one place. I'll always be moving or twiddling my fingers or twitching or tapping my feet or a million things like that. A feeling of worthlessness or guilty. Yeah. I feel a lot of guilt. Uh, that's just one of those things that, uh, yeah, worthlessness, not always, but guilt, you know, I always think everything is my fault. Um, you know, I always say that, oh, that's my fault. Uh, well, it, it's not my fault and I probably didn't do what I'm, I'm saying is my fault, but you know, I'm, that's just one of those things I do when I'm in a, I'm in a depressed state. Um, Next point, difficulty thinking or concentrating or making decisions. Now, that is a big one I will tell you that I deal with, uh, especially at work. Um, I have come to work while I'm in a depressive state and literally sat there in front of my computer just trying to send an email, and it just didn't happen. I have worked for six hours on an email that probably had nine sentences, 
And that is no exaggeration. That is the truth. Um, I've literally had stuff to do that I know I have to do at work that I will just push off to the point that I'm getting emails about why haven't you done this? This is done. This, this is due this year. This was due two days ago and it's still not done. When I'm battling my depression at the worst, that's when that really happens to me. I will procrastinate and I will put everything off and just basically not do it until I absolutely have to. And they're like, you could possibly lose your job unless you get this done. So that is definitely a big one for me. No question about that. Now, here's another one. Uh, thoughts of death or suicide. Now, me personally, uh, I've only dealt with this once uh, that I actually know of. And that's when I started taking antidepressants. Um, about seven, eight years ago, I uh, had a doctor, a German doctor that gave me antidepressants and was like, look, we need to you know, cycle you through some antidepressants. We'll find something that works because you know, I'd taken a bunch of them and they just were not working for me. And the funny thing is, if you read the uh, side effects of most antidepressants, one of the common side effects is suicidal thoughts. And that to me alone just blows my mind. It's like, look here, we're gonna give you this pill that's gonna help you not to be depressed. But oh, one of the side effects is it'll make you wanna kill yourself or think of killing yourself. So I was taking an antidepressant for about uh, two weeks when all of a sudden one day I just started itching and it felt like I just wanted to rip all my skin off. Literally, I was just ripping at my own flesh, you know, and I know that sounds kind of crazy and I had to stop myself, but I ended up having to bandage up my arms for, I did some pretty good damage to my arms with my uh, fingernails and stuff, but uh yeah, I literally wanted to rip off all the flesh off my body, all my skin. And that I stopped taking the antidepressants at that point, at that point. And it's really bad to do that. They say, you know, you should always wean yourself off antidepressants. I said, "Fuck that." And from that day on, I have never taken an antidepressant, and I will never take an antidepressant because that was the most fucked up feeling I've ever had in my life that I literally did not want the skin on my body anymore. That was such an insane feeling. And it just, it was not cool at all. Really. It was just, it was tough. You know what I mean? It was very tough. So here's something I want to talk about, and this isn't uh you know, there are some different patterns when it comes to people that are depressed. Now, there are people that have singular depressive um, times in their life. And, you know, maybe someone died or you're going through a rough patch, you lost your job or something like that. Um, you know, and you probably go through some depression. You know, you get sad, everything sucks, one of those kind of things. And then you have the and then, so the, the point is you go through it once in your life and that's it. You don't relive it. It's not constantly happening to you. Now, reoccurrent depressive disorder, uh, that means you've had at least two depressive episodes in your life. Yeah. And look, uh, let's face it, you know, most, I think most human beings have probably had two points in their lives where they've been depressed. You know, it's not like, it's uncommon for someone to go, you know, a while uh, with being depressed because they've lost, lost a job or lost a loved one or something like that. So, you know, and then 
you have the chronic uh, depression. And those are people who deal with depression basically on a regular basis. You know, uh, you have your good phases, but you have much more or many more bad phases in life. Phases where just depression takes over. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, say, you know, that, that person's bipolar. Or, you know, they're having manic symptoms or, you know, they're irritable and all that stuff. You know, that's that's my biggest thing. Um, you know, I get aggressive when I'm depressed and I lash out at people around me when I'm depressed. And that's kind of that that bothers me because normally that's not me. You know, I'm a very loving person you know i i don't have a lot of friends but that's only you know one of those things i just can't deal with in life i don't i don't trust a lot of people so i don't have a lot of friends and the friends i have around me i i care very much for uh but i can lash out at people when i'm depressed uh and uh yeah that's that's one of the things that's kind of probably the worst for me is when I get in that self-destructive, self-hate phase of depression, um, I'm hard to be around. And I push everyone that's around me away. And I end up sitting there in a puddle of my own tears, crying at night, wondering why no one gives a shit or no one will help me. Uh, well, hey, jackass, it's because you've pushed everyone around you away and you've basically made them hate you. Now, I will tell you that when I have been in bands, and this is the point when I'm in one of those self-hate, uh, self-destructive points, when I just blow the whole thing up, which is why I'm not, I don't do bands anymore. I can't. Um, uh, but I will tell you there are two bands I've been in in the last uh, 10 years that once I got into a depressive state and a self-hate state, I uh, basically blew up the band and caused the band to break up or at least just have to find a new singer. And I just ran away because I just, uh, I made them hate me, you know, and that's, uh, yeah. It, it was hard as someone who spent his whole entire life playing in bands to kind of accept the fact that I can't do it anymore because of the fact that when I do do it, um, I basically end up blowing it up at some point. And, you know, everybody's always like, oh, well, come back, try. It'll be different this time. It'll be different this time. And it is for a while. But then at some point I end up, you know, just hitting that big red self-destruct button. It all just kind of crumbles away. So, yeah. So there we go. I've talked a little bit about depression and I've thrown some stuff at you. Um you know, some facts and, you know, kind of talk through how I have dealt with some of these things. And we're going to talk about depression quite frequently because, I mean, it's basically the, it's the linchpin for a lot of things. You know, it's the linchpin for a lot of the shit that goes wrong in your life and goes wrong in my life, you know, comes back to my depression. So uh, there you go. Uh, we have just talked about depression. And if you want to talk about something or if there's anything you would like to have read on the podcast or just want to write me and say something or you you know hey i would like to talk about this or this or this or hey i'd like to hear you talk about this then write me an email at pete bean pete podcast at gmail.com that's pete 
beanpetepodcast at gmail.com. Write me, send me a message. Uh, let me know what you think about the podcast. Let me know if you're battling depression. Let me know if you want to come on and be a guest. You can be anonymous uh, or you can, you know, have your name on there. So anyway, I'm Pete and this was me discussing what it's like to be a Pete. And remember, if you need help, get help. It's never too late to get help. And there's nothing that's going on in your head that's worth you not being here anymore. So have a good night, good day, good afternoon, or good whatever you're doing. I'm Pete. Have a good one.